Okay, we're talking last time about chinuch. We're talking about we're talking about uh, children that aren't yet of the age of chinuch, but uh, you still want compliance. You still want them to listen to. You still want to have some semblance of law and order. And therefore, the way to do it isn't as one would be mechanech because that's not the stage. And we saw chinuch only works when it's the tovus the child. Mashakin here, it's not to say the tovus the child; it's the tovus the sanity of the parents. And in the case like that, we are, the approach we said is works better is consequences. It's not that I'm telling you doing this for me or you have to listen to me because I'm telling you. It's more like this is the way things work. This is the consequence of what you do. And if that's the case, um, you understand yourself that doing one thing will lead to whatever the consequence is. And then it's good. The child knows themselves what they're doing and what the result of what they're doing is going to be. That's the, what we spoke about last time. The, the, I want to continue on that topic there are three important things to remember I would say three mistakes people, parents specifically that people can make in this area and they're all partial it's nothing necessarily got to do with the Torah approach it's partial to do with the, the way children think but there are things that parents being parents aren't always careful of that and therefore there's always things which are kadai to do kadai to remember number one is just like we understand in the physical world a concept of consequence which means you don't want someone to touch boiling water because they're going to burn themselves you don't want them to play with a sharp knife because they're going to get cut if that's the case the idea of cause and effect of what they do in this consequence is always going to be the same thing it's not going to be that well sometimes I touched the hot water and I didn't burn myself and sometimes I did it's something which is going to have the effect will always have the effect and therefore a person knows it's never could I to try because every time I do it I'm going to get the same React, I'm going to have the same result. Whereas something which, uh, that's a chance, maybe yes, maybe no. If that's the case, so then it, it doesn't really work as a deterrent because not, not, not every time it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. And therefore, the consequence isn't such a strong deterrent. And therefore, uh, if a person wants to set up a system that's of you know, cause and effect, if you do this and this is what happens, if there's a consequence for what you do, it has to be consistent. It has to be consistent that, that it always has the same consequence. It's not like that I make rules and then when I'm in the mood I enforce them, when I'm not in the mood I don't, because then basically what happens is it means that the consequence is a variable. It might, I might get punished, I might not get punished. So, if I, for example, if I tell my children, if you don't, uh, if you don't clean up your toes, then possibly when I sleep up the floor, they're all going to end up in the garbage because I can't bend on the front, start picking up which Lego piece and is it, uh, to keep and what thing to throw away. So it's because I forget what those are going to get thrown away. If I'm going to suggest that as a consequence, then I have to be consistent with it. Because then I see it's a consequence, it works. If I say, no, I can threaten consequences, but half the time it happens, half the time it doesn't happen. So then, like people, they take your chances. It doesn't, it's not for sure something's going to happen if I, don't, if I don't keep the rules or do whatever I do. So it has less effect, it's less effective. The other thing is obviously, and this is also Pashat, if you're going to threaten something as a consequence, you have to carry it out. Right. If there is the consequence of not keep it means basically I can't rely that the, the system really is serious because you threaten and you don't do it. So what's the, it means it doesn't really happen like that. Which, which therefore always the answer is is make the consequence something less serious. Because if you, don't, if you don't think you're going to be able to carry through with what you threaten to do, there's no worth threatening you in the first place. So if you say, for example, uh, if you're going to fight with your brother, you're going to be, and then you'll have to go to your own room for an hour 
I don't think I'm going to be able to manage to keep my kid in the room for an hour, and that shouldn't be the consequence to start with. It's not going to work. So it should be going to be for five minutes or something which I know I'll be able to implement, and it will work as a consequence. And yes, a bigger consequence sounds more scary, but it's like everything. It's, uh, if, it, if it doesn't work, the Mesa, then it's, uh, you, you'll see it's just a threat without any meaning, and then it doesn't have any effect. You're better off threatening a smaller consequence, which is actually going to happen, than a big one which won't. Because not, uh, again, it's not—it's not coming to be cruel. It's not punishment. It's a natural cause and effect. I can be, and I said the way to—the way to. We spoke about this last time. Because of that, when I do have to implement whatever consequence it is, I shouldn't come harshly. I should feel very sorry for him. I'm very sorry that this is what happens to you. But because of you, that's, that's what happens next. I, I feel very bad for you. I, I understand it's not nice, but what can I do? That's what happens. And then it's not coming. It's, like, it's just like the same kid who would touch the hot water and burn himself. I don't have to come and yell at him now. I feel very sorry for him. I warned you. You touch on water, you get burnt. And the same thing. You bite your brother, you go to your room. I feel very bad about it. I'm sorry you're stuck in your room now, but that's what happens. That makes the system of... I'm not, it's not the parents out to get me. It's a system. This is the result of that. And therefore, it has to be consistent. And it has to be something which is uh, doable, which you're going to implement. Yeah. Um, A bad consequence is something you can't implement. It's too hard. And therefore you're not going to do it because it's not worth your while or your time to try and, pun- and not implement the punishment. For example, if you're going to tell your kid, if you don't, if you don't uh, do your homework, you're not going to have to play this afternoon. You don't finish your homework, you're not going to have to play. Or you're going to the park, whatever it's going to be. Now, if you really mean to keep that, Poseidon, maybe that will work. But if you don't mean to keep it because you want the kids out, so you, you, you want to go out, you want to keep the kid by himself at home, so you don't threaten it as a consequence when you know you can't keep it up. It's not going to happen. Just to clarify, the threat must be done before the kid actually does it. Right? I mean, like, like, I mean, like, let's, say, let's say it's a new kid, you're like, your kid just reaches a stage that he has to know how to color on the wall. Right? So, like, you know, you came out, you know, at, you know after a mice, you see the color on the wall. So it wouldn't, be, like, it wouldn't be appropriate to be like, okay, now that you color on the wall, I no, can't of course. You, you, you have to, you, of course, 100%. You, have to, you can't punish before you've yeah. warned him what you're punishing him for. But uh, you can point out what the, the, the coloring in the wall, so that means whatever I feel the appropriate uh, response is to that, that's what happens. So now you can see this happens, that's what we do next. Or for the next time. Right, right. There's no point punishing, he doesn't know what he's being punished for. Okay, so that's uh, the, the first two rules. Number one is that, that uh, if you're going to threaten something, it should be something which is consistent. And number two, and that is it should be something which, uh, which you're willing to carry out. Then, even though, like I said, a, a bigger punishment sounds more scary, but if it's not going to happen, then it has no effect. Now the last point. And this is a, a chotm which needs the good judgment of the parents to know when to use it. And that is, you don't always have to know. You don't always have to know. In other words, there's no Indian. Sometimes, do you have to always find that what, if your child didn't listen to you and then we always have to punish them? Or sometimes, if, if you, you, you don't think you don't know about it, and, you, and it's better to leave it, not to be, be, like, be too much on top of everything to punish them. For example, if the consequence is if you don't do this, and, or if you do this, or don't do this, whatever it is, then this is what's going to happen next. So once they know you know about it, you can't not do it. Because you've already said that's the way the thing, that's the way it works. But if you don't know about it, it's okay. So they can't say, look, it's not serious because you know, my father, my mother knew what I did and I didn't do anything. They never knew. 
sometimes in takes a certain amount of chachma, is it kedai always to know? And uh, I'm not even talking about little kids, I'm talking about even Yeshiva Bachim. Yeshiva Bachim. Uh, I remember the time I used to work with Abnissan Kaplan. This is one of his big shit always. Now, you, you, know, you have rules in the Yeshiva, Bachim can't do a content, and you know that Bachim will break the rules. You know, but they don't know you know. Is it always kedai to confront him with, I know you broke the rules and this is what happens? Sometimes it's better to imagine, let them they don't have to know you know. It's better that way. And as, if sometimes it is a toeles in not, uh, not being on top of it and enforcing the rules, so as long as they don't know you know, it's better. If once they do know you know, then you have to enforce it. Otherwise, the whole the system falls apart because you see that the rules aren't enforced. But if, you, if, if, if they think that they, they got away without you knowing about it, sometimes it's okay. Leave it like that. That way you don't have to, you don't have to tell them you know and, and enforce the punishment. Sometimes it's better to either not know. But once you do know, and once they know you know, then you have to, then you have to be consistent. No, it's, it's not that I'll never know, but I have to think carefully. Is, is it Kedai now to, to enforce the rule or not? Why wouldn't it be Kedai? That's what I want to get to. So where would be the cases where it's Kedai, Kedai not to know, and not have to enforce the rule, because I don't think it's going to be helpful. And uh, this is, the, this is well, what I wanted to get to, to broach a new point, which is something we're just going to start this week, because it has a lot of applications. The, we saw this already before. The mission says in Pirkavis that how receptive a person is to listening depends on the state that he's in. And therefore, don't menachem your friend b'shash remesa mutlulafonov, don't try and merat him b'shash kaisoi, don't try and doubt him b'shash that he's waking. And that, whatever it is, when a person is in a certain emotional state, it's not helpful to try and change him then, it's not going to work. Therefore, when a person is really angry or something really worked him up, to try and calm him down now is probably going to work the wrong way. It just makes him more angry. And if a person's really broken because they've just heard terrible news, to try and get them to, you know, to menachem them and to make them feel better, now's not the time. You have to always judge the person's emotional state, and that is, is now the right time to confront them? Is now the right time to try and deal with the problem? Or would it be better to deal with it tomorrow? When the person's more calm, and the person's gotten over the original emotion, and they're more receptive to listening. And that's why there's no din of being menachem and oinen. There's no din of being menachem and ava. And oinen is when someone just died until the kvara, it's only after the Kfura that it becomes a Nechum Avedim. Why? Because Bishas Aninus, it's too soon. The person is still supposed to process the information. It has to go with the initial shock. Whatever it's going to be, they're not listening to have a Nechum now. It's not the time to try and Nechum somebody. Same thing Bishas Kaisa. That's not the time to try and calm a person down. You have to give him a chance. When it's from a Pasuk, when an Avstor that Mishnah, which says, uh, don't, some, don't try and Nechum somebody, where do we learn it from? Akadosh Baruch Hu tells Moshe by the Egel Azov, he says, Now is not the time. Now is not the time to try and ask me to Meratzi, to forgive Klai Yisrael. Come back later. So we're talking about Hashem. Hashem was teaching Moshe a lesson. Which Hashem doesn't have medrash. Hashem was teaching Moshe a lesson. And that is, don't try and calm someone down when at, at, at the second that something makes them angry. They're not listening then. They're not going to accept it. And this just applies to adults. That's what the mission is talking about. This remember, it applies to a child also. And therefore, when you realize a child's in a certain emotional state, whatever it's going to be, and because of that, he doesn't listen to whatever the rules he's meant to listen to are. So now again, if it's a confrontation, you don't have a choice. But if, if there's a way to def- not, 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 deal, not deal with it now, I don't know about it, it's much better. I can't, I can't not make consequences for when a child's angry. If I tell my child, you hurt your brother, you go to your room. And now I see he came back from school in a bad mood or coming back from gun or wound up and immediately like, dives into an attack. 
Right. So if I see it, I can't help it. I made the rule. I have to do. I have to implement it. But I understand myself. This isn't this frame of mind where necessarily it's going to be beneficial to enforce rules if I don't have to. Therefore, sometimes whatever the rule might be, it, it, based on based on the, on how I see how likely is it going to be that it's going to be effective to implement. If I don't know, I don't know. Sometimes it's better. You know, if I, he thinks I don't know, sometimes it's better. To always, to always be quick to implement the, the consequence, bishas kaisa, bishas whatever it is, it sometimes isn't the most best thing to do. But then again, I can't help it. I can't make the consequences conditional. If you're in a good mood and you punish your brother, I'll punish you. If you're in a bad mood, you punish your brother, I'll leave you alone. It doesn't work. If I'm going to make it a consequence, it has to work. It has to be. A, this is the consequence of what you do. But if either I don't know about it, then that's the case. I don't have to implement it. Sometimes it's clever because. It's same with the Bacha. Sometimes you know Bacha does something wrong in Yeshiva. But you know why he did it. And then you think, you know, if I don't deal with it now, if you, Kira, I don't know about it now. And in two days' time, I'll be able to deal with it much better. Mashank, if I know about it in the spot, I'm like, what am I going to do? I made a Yeshiva rule. Someone broke the rule, I know about it, so I have to deal with it. But if I, Kira, I don't know about it, at a given time, until the dust settles, and I can deal with it in a more like, calm fashion, sometimes it's a big mind. Didn't Rabbi say previously that? That's why I said if I know about it, so then I have to implement the consequence. But sometimes it's, if I don't know about it, I don't, I, he, I the child knows I don't know. So that's why I said it depends. It's discretion. If it's, if you're doing something dangerous, of course I have to know about it. If it's something which I think that it's more kachmudik not to deal with it right now, so then. It's, <laughs> No, if I see it, I see it. If he knows, I know. I have to deal with it. No, no, he, he, he's not stupid. He knows what his parents are doing. But something he doesn't know, I know. Sometimes it's clever to wait. Yeah. So then again, so then again, I don't have a choice. If I, if if the child knows, I know. Then I have to deal with it. But then you're letting into the snitch. So when you couple what one child says to another child, yeah. we'll talk about that. That's a bit, I'm saying once I know, so I can't not, not deal with it. Otherwise, the, the consequence becomes meaningless. That, but do I have to be the detective to try and find out and like, show you I know everything you do? Love that, because it's always a clever you thing to do. You know, the, the kid is not in the right state to take a punishment, and his sibling stitches on and tells him Again, once I know, I don't have a choice. Because if I'm not going to carry that, then it means it's not, it's not a real consequence. Could anybody give an example of it to bring it to the front? Yeah. Again, let's say there's certain responsibilities that a child has. He's meant to clean up his room, he's meant to do his homework, he's meant to do before whatever else happens. Now, I know he comes from school in a mood that, I think, just leave him alone. It's better. He's in a bad mood. Whatever happened, happened. Leave him alone. It's not good that. So now, do I have to go and check? Did you do what are your jobs or not? I don't have to be the detective. If I think right now it's better not to add more to whatever he's feeling and work, like work him up more, so okay. I don't have to be the detective. If I know about what, what happens, or you know, I know he didn't do what he's going to do, that's one question. But if, do I have to try and find out about it? No. What's your opinion's line breaks genuinely in circumstances? Sorry? What's your opinion's line? What, what would have to, have, have, to, have to happen for it to be considered a you know, genuinely in circumstances where we could allow him to go by? When he comes back and he's in a bad mood and he kicks something and knocks it down. So for all I know, he you know maybe he got bullied in Nasa. He feels really bad. Someone kicked him. I don't know. So it's just one of expression. Obviously, a lot of kids have a problem expressing themselves. So, so, so again, I'm going to say the same thing I said before, and that is when I'm implementing consequences, it's not meant to be through anger. 
Because it's not kid of my punishment. This is what happens. So if a kid will come and all worked out for whatever reason, maybe someone fought with him outside, maybe the rapper was nasty to him the whole day, or whatever would happen, you can put it in school. And he comes home and he kicks over a table of things, whatever it's going to be. So then again, the, 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 the response isn't to punish. There's a consequence. If, if my consequence is you knock somebody down, you pick it up. So then I'll tell him, that, you know, you just kick the whole table, please pick everything up. But I, could, I don't have to come across as being nasty as well. I can see, wow, so you must be really sad today if you come in, or you must be really angry if you come and kick over the table. Okay, so please pick everything up, that's what you do, and then come tell me what happened. In other words, again, the, the, the mail of, uh, if I'm going to use consequences, I said this last time also, the mail of implementing consequences is that I have to do it calmly. If it's coming from anger, then it's my punishment. But there are times that the kid is completely not with Kabbalah. Late at night, you get back late from a Shabbos, whatever it is, he's completely... Especially little kids, we said last time, little kids who, who are not in the matzah where they're understanding what's going on, so there's nothing to talk about, they don't understand. What age are we talking about? It depends for what. But let's say two year old, three year old, whatever it is, that they don't understand. They don't understand what they did wrong, or they don't understand why this is the consequence, or they don't even remember what they did by the time they're getting the consequence, so there's no point doing it. They're too young to, to put two and two together. When is it, so what you're saying, around two, three years old? Uh, two, three old, they still don't know. When they're a little older than that, and they can understand that this leads to that, there's a cause and an effect. Really, you're saying a two-year-old, a three-year-old? Uh, so it depends for what. It depends for what. They are, if, if, if by the time you come to punish them or, g- or give them whatever concept it was, they don't even know what they've done anymore. It's like, why are you punishing me? What did I do? Or he doesn't know what he did wrong. A little kid's bite. That's an often question. A question I often, my, my baby's biting her brother, sister, whatever it is. What do you do about it? So the question is, does the, firstly, does the baby realize they're doing something by biting? They actually close their mouth. They realize they're biting. They might not even have teeth yet. And if that's the case, they realize it's wrong to bat. And it's, well, I mean, they bat food all day, so what's, what's wrong with batting whatever goes into their mouth? So that, before you've got to those stages, there's nothing to talk about. They, they don't understand. There's nothing to do. A little kid pushes things off the table. They don't understand what they do. You're going to offer concerts. They don't know what they did wrong. They don't know what they did. This only works when a person's at the stage, kid's at the stage, where firstly they can realize what they did. They can realize it wasn't the right thing to do. They can realize why A leads to B. Now, it's not, like we said last time, not some random consequences, no shaykhs. That's a natural consequence of what you did. So what would you say the first thing, like, in a child's life is that you can cop that this is not something that I should be doing? Uh, 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 anything which the person he chops what he is doing. Right, I'm saying, like, what, what, what is that? What's the first thing that a kid chops that he shouldn't be doing? Like running across the street with a hand? Like what? That he won't have for a long time because he doesn't realize it's something external called the right. car, which so is dangerous. Is so then I'm just going to have to hold, look after him because I can't rely on him. Food? No, but that, that also, what is he, what's wrong with that? I wasn't hungry anymore. So what, what is it? What, sorry? So what is What, what is, is considered something he's doing wrong? At first, at first. I mean, I understand. 10-year-old can understand anything, but... Uh, Where is it, what are the normal cases like of a child starting to show something yeah, exactly. yeah. Normally, doing something to hurt someone else. Because he can understand the same. You understand the same. If, if it hurts to have your hair pulled, then it hurts to pull someone else's hair also. And that's a natural thing which he can relate to. Again, he's old enough to understand what he's doing. When a baby just grabs something and pulls, it doesn't know what he's putting it, so of course it's too young. But when a child's old enough to understand what they're doing and they can have a certain awareness this is something which is, they shouldn't do, then the next step is to understand the consequence of it. Um, just, just with the case that I was like to about a play about knocking on the table, does it make a difference whether you first validate a kid's feelings and talking about school and then they can pick it up? Either way around. The, the consequence has to be there. Right, but a lot of times it would be like validate for the kid. That, you know, parents 100% validate, you, you like can, that could, be, what, that could be the right thing to do also, but then it has to come back to the same point. You might say, well, I see, what happened? Calm down. Sit down, calm down. Tell me what's wrong. Have a drink. Tell me what happens. And now it comes down. Now, please go pick it up. 
in other words, the consequence has to be there, but it, it could be come across as like we said before. Uh, it could be ima b'tzara. I could be. I feel very sorry that you that you that this is what you're going to have to that this is the consequence. I feel very sorry. This is the matzah of year in battle. Now that I've so to speak sympathized with you and understood you, but now I got to do it. Yeah. That, <laughs> Yeah, that's helping him get, 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 minimize the consequence. No, because the consequence is there. The consequence is there. Like I said, I, I, I can sympathize with him that he has to do it. I can sympathize that this is what's going to happen next. But what can we do? That's the way it works. Right, once he gets to an age where he realizes it's not just a consequence, he knows there's a human being behind it, then you kind of come across as cruel. No. At, at nine, and he, he's trying to. He, re, he knows that he's trying to express himself, and he knows that you know that. And after he just comes back from school, whatever traumatizing incident just happened, and he, he's just upset, and you're still, you know, gonna, and he and you listen to him, and you sit down over a cup of tea, and then after and all that, you tell him, okay, now go to your room. He's gonna be like, Kilo, I know it's not a consequence. You're telling me to go to my room. You understand what happened? We spoke about it. You understand me? Why wouldn't that come across, especially a little older, even past nine, ten, especially once you're a teenager? There's no way. So that's because I have said last time, and that is, I have to make make the consequences have to make sense. It's not just punishment. It has to make sense. It makes sense. sense. Well, this is the continuation of what you did. This this leads to that. Right. And normally, it's the the way to make it is something which is to rectify what you did. So if you did something, to fix it up. Even if we understand you, I can feel sorry for you, and I can sympathize with you, and everything else. But then again, remember, to a certain extent, what we're doing here is we're building a certain level of understanding in a child, which is going to use an adult as well. And if I had a bad day at work and the boss screamed at me, I can go and smash his car. I can start drawing on the walls of the office. There's a certain understanding that a person has a certain, even if I'm upset and even things go wrong, there's consequences. It doesn't mean life's hefka. No, I'm not talking about patching. I'm not talking about that. I don't know. It's, uh, this, this isn't the... Uh, it's different. We'll talk about when I have to restrain the child from doing something which he doesn't understand. That's a different point. But uh, I'll just finish up Sally's point. I'm saying what I said before. That is, life isn't hefka even if I'm in a bad mood. Life isn't hefka. There's a mahalak we do things. There's a mahalak we don't do things. I can be in a bad mood. I can't do things wrong. And therefore, I can understand it. Loses, you know, five shakals, whatever the, whatever's going to be. Okay. Comes back and he's got tons of work and all these things. This thing happened. He, he was pushing on Masu. He goes and lays down to, in bed. He's twelve, and he doesn't do anything. Okay, so now in the morning you speak about it. When they felt you were more understanding, you can be understanding. And it's very, it's very important. It's very important to be understanding. I said again. I said that for. Only if, only if that, if that's part of the system. In other words, if if, if this is the rule, say, it has to be consistent. So when I was, when I, I remember my own feeling when I would meet a rub and he would punish me, I just felt like he was being. Needed. I'm not talking like, about punishing. No, I'm saying like I felt like we both know what's going on here. We both know that you're giving me a punishment. And I know there's a person behind this. No, it's, it's, not, a, it's not a punishment. It's a consequence. It, call, the, I, I, no, what I mean is like this. It's not coming from the fact that I'm doing something to punish you. It's, it's, however we're going to explain why it's causing the effect, it's causing the effect. So I'm, I'm offering five shekels to everything zero. What, if that's safe, that would be the reward. That's it. And you didn't. Okay, so then, listen, you could have. You didn't want to. I feel sorry for you. I, maybe I'll give you something to make it up. I'll give you a different activity and I'll give you back the five shekels. But again, there has to be a certain system. 
It's just like in everything else in life. Let me finish. I wanted to say it has to be just like everything else in life. Also, and for adults also, if you if imagine you get paid for the man the hours you clock into work, right? So today I was in a bad mood. I didn't want to go to work. So you're going to go complain to the boss. Why aren't you paying me? You knew I was in a bad mood, right? You knew I had a bad day the day before. Okay, the, the world works in a certain way. I can, I can sympathize you. I can understand you. But amazing. I, I, if I want to work a certain system, that system has to work. If I want to sympathize with him, that's great. I can make a, a, a give him a second option. You know, you didn't make a five shekel for cleaning the room. I understand you're in a bad room. I understand you're very tired. Okay, but you didn't do it. Hello, what? If I feel bad, you lost out of the money. I'll give you a different job today. Do this today, and I'll I'll, I'll give you a, a prize or whatever it would be. That could work because I haven't changed my rules, and I can okay. sympathize with his massive. So I agree with you. Many times, especially in adulthood, things are much more correctly aligned between as a real as a real consequence. I Meaning, you didn't you didn't come to work, you don't get the money, is it? And as a kid, many things are like that. But I feel like there are, especially when they're younger, there are so many that we work, so that we kind of put in there. We try to we work we work to make the consequences real. It makes sense. Yes, if as I said, you have to think before you offer a consequence. You can't just randomly throw, throw out a punishment. That has nothing to do with what you did. For example, a kid walks calm down, whatever it is. Now, after he's calm and everything, so you tell him you have to clean it up and you have to go to your room, that's a little bit. Now he's calm. He knows he's sorry for what he did. He knows it's not the right thing to do. He's going to clean it up. Now, so, now, so, study. You, 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 the mistake wasn't at the end. It was at the beginning. It was an open-ended punishment. If you, what's, what, what's, what's the original consequence? If you break something in your room for how long? Okay, so the, those 10 minutes I'll spend coming in down. I said, I see in a bad mood. Please go to your room. I'll come talk to you. I'll come to you. Come tell me what happened. And then again, I'm using the consequence, but at the same time, I'm with him. Whatever it is. And the same thing, if, let's say uh, you make a rule. If a kid hurts another kid, he has to go to his room. Whatever it is, which is uh, explainable to a child because you know, you, when you're with them, you hurt them. So go to your room. You'll be by yourself. But now let's say he was provoked. Understandably. We understand why he hit back the way he did, right? I can't not make the rule. I still don't want my child to hit another kid. And again, it's a life lesson. If someone provokes me, I'm still not meant to hit them. Right? Even if I understand why they were provoked. So I don't want my kid to hit someone because he his, his, his was provoked. So if that would be my rule, if he hits on you, go to your room. And he's like, but he feels I was wrong. He started. He made me fan of me. He pulled, his, pulled out a tongue at me. He threw something away. I don't know what it was. But I only hit back. <coughs> I'm with him. I'll come to his room. And I'll come with him to his room. And I'll say, I understand you. I understand you. The man said, we can't fight back. It's not the right thing to do. So if the rule is we have to spend a room, yeah, I'll spend the time with you in the room. Let's stay away from him for a few minutes until everything's over. But whatever the consequence is, fine. Be with him in it. It's okay. I don't know, that's what I said lots of times. The point of the consequence isn't to punish. It's to set a standard. And these things are important because this is what I call subliminal chinuch, which is what I want to talk about next week. Subliminal chinuch means, not directly, subliminal, subconscious chinuch, which means lessons for life he's going to learn like this. Hopefully the lessons are that he's going to learn from a sense of consequences the things I can't do. And if as a child I can't do them, I can't do them as an adult either. And it's not direct lessons, you must do this, you must put on tefillin, you must say brachas, you must whatever. But no, there are ways I react. And therefore to go around breaking things is not the right way to react. To, dist- to, to, to leave things out and not look after my own things is not a way to act. To fight back and hit and punch and, and bite and pull hair is not the right way to act. 
and whatever other things it is. So how am I going to explain it to a three-year-old? So you set up a system which he understands. If this is what happens, there's a consequence. That's not going to do it. Or whatever the reason is going to be. And hopefully that's something which will, which will remain. In the adult version, it will just be whatever adults would otherwise do in that, uh, when, when goaded or when tempted the same way. That's what you're trying to achieve. But if a regular person's in a bad mood, so say, you know, forget it, it's the bad mood, drop all the consequences, then what you're teaching somebody is, I can do what I like when I'm bad mood, and no holds barred. That's the wrong lesson. We're not trying to teach that. We're trying to teach you, you have to do the right thing even when you're in a bad mood. I can understand you. I can be with you. I can calm you down. But then it's going to be in the, in the framework of, but Lemaissa, it still wasn't the right thing to do. Not my three-year-old, everyone else's three-year-old. How do you how do you teach him like how to let out his anger when he's angry at his sister for like throwing out his toys? Can you tell him like like to go into his room and yell? No, we'll talk about that. Anger management is unpassionate. Let's we'll talk about that. A quick case: a twelve-year-old son saved up for six months to get a remote control car. It's a hundred dollars. He's playing with it and he forgets it on the floor. His, his friend knocked him. The door he forgot himself. He ran outside. He's usually very good at that. He goes to sleep and forgets it. I'm cleaning up the living room. I should throw out his remote control car because no. the consequences that he left it on the floor. No. That's the normal kind. The consequence will be say anything left on the floor gets thrown out. Usually we're talking about army mail. He left his $100 remote control car. That would be a scarring experience because he understands. Even though that's a consequence, if he understands the person, I really should just pick it up and put it on top of the bookcase. So the answer obviously is going to be, because in that case, I know he didn't but definitely leave it on the floor, but it's to remind him. I forgot, hey, he went to sleep. I, I, I'm now cleaning up after I put the kids to sleep. I'm now cleaning up the living room. Oh, so that's funny. All right. Do you remember you left your car on the floor yesterday? What? Just remind him. Do you remember that you left your car? You'll probably run and pick it up. Good. I do what I wanted to achieve. I'm cleaning the living room. My wife is not going to allow me to certain toys. Put it back in the morning. Put it back in the morning. No, what do I want? Is it, again, it's, it's, if, if a kid's a show gag, he's not amazing. So then remind him. That's what I was there for. It's not, I'm not, I'm, you didn't bedafka do it, you did not want to listen. He definitely doesn't want to get his car thrown away. So the should remind him. Yeah, I think you forgot your car on the floor. Do you remember what the rule is? I'm sure you'll run and pick it up. So let's say he loses, the night before he loses his temper, he runs to his room, he cries himself to sleep. You still forgot about should, the car. Should, he did bedafka, I told him to him, he lost his temper for whatever reason. He said no, and he runs to his room and goes to sleep. So I would say the same thing again. Remind him, you, you, you remember you have to turn the floor, your car on the floor. But it hasn't, hasn't changed the rule. Uh, if you leave it on the floor, it's going to just remember it's on the floor. Even as loosely translated as we can, keep the rule. Right, 100%. Um, Rabbi's question is like, fight back. If like, two children are fighting, do you punish both or only the one who hit first? Uh, we want to separate both of them. That's, um, the, 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 that's a hard question to answer in one word because it's totally on, firstly, the ages of the children. What do we expect from them to do in the, consequence, in the, in the circumstances? If they're old enough to know that you shouldn't hit back, uh, even if someone hits you first. It's a, it's a good thing to teach a child to not defend themselves? It's a good thing to teach them not to hit. Now the child, it's not an enemy, it's his brother. So it's not like you're defending yourself against someone in the street. So okay, so this is something we don't want. We don't want fighting. So the question is, what's the right thing for each one? It depends on the, on the gap between them, who's older, who's younger, what the circumstances are, why they started to fight. But again, if they have rules for fighting, they have to implement them. No pistol with them. Sorry. <laughs> no pistol with them. Right. But my ikkah lekode is, and that is like I said at the beginning, don't make the consequences too drastic because then it's too hard for me to keep them, or it's too hard for me to come down from them. Make the consequences direct and small, because that already that already achieves the message. And therefore, if it's going to be a major punishment because you hit your brother, and he feels not fair because he hit me too, then I don't want to give major punishments. Maybe he doesn't deserve it. But if the, if the consequence which you're saying about is something small, effective, he understands that it was wrong, they've done the job. 
Did whoever use indirect punishments have nothing to do with what the person did? What's the point? What are you achieving by that? We're not trying to try. We're not trying to punish. We're trying to get him to, th- to work a certain red as certain things I can do not go into. So if he understands it without my punishing him, himself understands it's not worth losing for what I'm going to lose, for what I'm doing. So I heard putting a kid in that room might be bad because he might not have a bad association with the room because the room is considered like the punishment area. That's not, no. That's what I heard. No. Uh, it's, uh, I can come, I take him to the room, calm him down. You have to stay for a bit because what happens when you feel it's nice. You have your bed, you have your teddy bear, whatever it is. Have your rest. Come back when you feel better. It's not you're in jail. You said that all that's working from when the child understands it. So what are you doing like the three first year of the life of your child? Like you can't punish, you can't do anything. After three years, you're, you're health and you're wrecking, you can't do anything? You sometimes have to do it your day. If you see your child is two year old, is busy un- unloading your, your china, so you pick him up and put him somewhere else and put it back. You know what you're going to do? You're going to punish him for it. He doesn't understand. If you found the pen, he's, he's, he's drawing your pictures on the wall. What are you going to do about it? He doesn't understand. You're going to you're you're give him a consequence to take the pen away from him. The same with little children. They, 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 they're going to try to touch dangerous things. They're going to try to spread in the streets. They understand. You have to be the one to be on top of them. And that's not. It's your responsibility as a parent. What does Ruby do when at some point the, the consequence that used to work, he has gotten older and now he, he, he accepts that as a, a great alternative to clean up his toys? He's now got 10,000 Adjuin stashed away. He plays with them, leaves them out, and says, Gesundheit, hey, you can throw them out. You just continue doing it, or are you allowed to up the punishment? What's that a punishment? I'm sorry, consequence. I said a bedafka. No, no, I'm, that's what I mean. Meaning there are t- going to be times where the consequence is not. Is not feasible in my household. I can't allow you to sit there playing Adrian every day with your friends in my living room and then my, me or my wife has to go clean it up. I think that's teaching you responsible behavior. Right? Right. I mean, as much as a consequence, if I play Adrian in my boss's office, he's not going to just take away my Adrian, he's going to fire me. So that's yeah. also teaching normal consequences that you can't just do this in my living room and not clean it up. So, now the that, consequences so like I said before, if I already said that as a consequence, it has to stay there. But now I can up it. And then it's not because you have things left on the floor. That yeah, I'm expecting you to clean up after yourself. Someone can't clean up after themselves, so then they're going to have to. Whatever, whatever I'm going to think is a fair thing to feed his. But I can't make it for the same thing. As long as they have the toes on the floor. I'm going to have to act it a little bit and say, you know, I expect you to listen to me. When I ask you, I'm talking to a 10 year old, 11 year old, when I ask you to clean up the floor, I expect you to clean up the floor. And if I don't, so then I have to think, what's a, not a punishment, what's a fair result of that? You used to be going to. You know, listen to go to your room for 20 minutes. Now he's 12 and he's got a Game Boy. Because he happily skedaddles to, you know, you clean up that gym, I'll go play Game Boy in my room. Or whatever, he's happy to space out. He's got a book. I don't know. So you know at some point, so then, just so then you always have to change. I have to change it, but not change but the original. Do that as a not, not, not the original, like I said last time. I was going to say, listen, if I have to clean up the floor, I'm not going to have time to make it suffer. My time is precious. I have the five minutes. Either I'm making it suffer or I'm cleaning the floor. What about all the other kids you made supper for? Sorry? Okay, so, so then I'll do something different for him. Whatever he needs me for. I'll find, I'll find it. You have to think a little bit. I agree. So you have to... It's a consequence and he's getting punished for not picking up his toys. We can pretend it's a consequence. He knows what it is. And also in life, there are going to be consequences that are necessary. Which is fine. The law, when you break certain laws, they're not necessarily to be what the consequence should have been. But that's the law and that's how it's set down. And why is it not okay to put certain... Uh, there are rules in a house, and I make up the rules. And obviously, we're not going to go crazy. Something that makes sense. We both understand why this is happening. Why does it have to be specifically geared as a consequence? Because otherwise, it comes across as a punishment, and then it just makes me the bad one. I'm punishing. Not a bad boy. It makes me the parent, the bad one, because I'm the one punishing him. 
I don't feel bad. He, yeah, he deserves it. He, no, he, he doesn't think he deserves it. The big picture, he, do, he doesn't think he deserves it. The child doesn't think he deserves it. Why, why do I care if he deserves it? No, I, I, I think they're I would much rather make the rules the rule. You broke the rule. This is what happens. I don't, I'm coming to punish you now. Why would I want to do that? I'm just putting myself as his enemy. I understand. I just see, it seems to me like this works at certain ages. Mm-hmm. Until let's say that, that's why many rebellion in eighth, seventh, eighth grade will change the shot. At a certain point, the, the teenage boys or whatever. So then 12, the shot has to change. That I'm treating you like an adult, and you have to act like an adult. I don't want to treat you like a child. Yeah, but he, he knows he deserves. But that's it. also and a consequence. That's also a consequence. They say I'm going to treat you like an adult, and not like a child. If you can act like an adult, and if you can't act like an adult, I have to treat you like a child. That's a consequence, not a punishment. Right, then the punishment. When you um, you want to actually tell your son or daughter a, a consequence, how do you do it? He just brings the table and say, "Listen, it's what you did. You and I talked. Next time you do this." Well, I would say well, this causes that, and if the one is a natural progression of the other one, so it makes sense. Yeah, but usually, but usually you'll have a, a child, and it's not like you need to talk about it. You need to figure out what the right consequence is. So, so you think like, you think about it first, and then you present it. This is the story. This is the story. I have to clean up the floor every night. I can't bend down picking up Lego pieces. What's on the floor gets swept up. You want to keep your Lego pieces, you're going to have to come clean it up. You're small, you can go on the floor and explain to them. Explain 100%. And so I'm too big. I can't go on the floor crawling on the couch picking up pieces. If you don't do it, it's going to go in the bed. Finish. I guess something wrong.